now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good uh, getting out of bed. <laughs> it might be morning, afternoon, evening. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm sure you're going to tell me, and you should do that right now. Tweet me right now at DryerBuzz and let me know, hey, I caught it, I caught it, I caught it. Because the only way for me to know is for you to tweet me, because as I grab this device, it's dead. Uh, I'm going to try and get it plugged up. But for those of you, because I am today broadcasting on my personal profile along with the other destinations. I love saying that, broadcasting to all these destinations. It depends on where you decide to follow us. And if this is your first time, I'm Yolanda. Most people know me as at Dryer Buzz, uh, a name that I have gotten, uh, let me tell you, woke up famous with. That's a name that I, I woke up famous with. I want to talk to you about that. Um, but Dryer Buzz, it started in the hair salons. Let's get that out the way. What What is Dryer Buzz? It started in the hair salons. Uh, I had an amazing publication that literally went viral across the nation, across the globe, and lo and behold, uh, in the hair salons. And so I decided to start calling it, no, an angel whispered in my ear one morning when I woke up because I, I, I always asked, give me something. What should I do today? And I heard Dryer. I was like, because I knew that whatever I did with the rest of my life, it was going to be buzzing. It had to have buzz. One, because I have read everything about creating buzz. Uh, I thought marketing and, and advertising was going to be my life. Okay. But then I realized there's another, there's the essence of it. It's like, I want a little bit more control. I want to be able to wake up and change the world, take over the world, take, I wanted to take over the world, and I still do, in fact, yesterday's podcast was called, wake up and take over, but then what happens when you wake up and take over, what happens, y'all, tell me, what do you think happens when you wake up, first of all, before that, if you want to go back, because it's the weekend, we're recording this on the weekend, you want to know what we did all week, we talked about, first we did, we woke up, we're ready, first we woke up, and then, let me go back, okay, we woke up living, the next day when we woke up with choices, the next day we woke up ready, getting ready. And then we woke up and we did a takeover. We're like yesterday, that, but that was yesterday. And if you, if you follow through, like I said, what you should do yesterday, today we wake up famous as I raise my glasses, just like uh, my, my guy, Jack Nicholson. Ooh, I love you. I don't understand how much I love me some Jack Nicholson. Now, I'm hoping that <laughs> the day never comes that he, he gets called open mic talking about black women because, you know, I'm going to be hella mad, okay? It's going to be some real backlash. But Jack is probably like, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. I know y'all y'all ain't letting old people get old around here. Y'all digging up stuff and putting this on the cloud. Please don't go digging up nothing on Jack Nicholson. And, 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 and you know what? The first person that finds it, the first thing they're going to do is run. I got to get the dryer bus. Let me tell you, we shoot the messenger over here because I'm like, why do you want it? Why do you want to hurt my feelings like that? Why are you trying to run up on me? And, just, and listen, y'all, that was a hypothetical. Jack Nicholson has not done anything as of date <laughs> that that should be that we should. And, and let, in fact, let me not say that because people out here sharing all kind of experiences. And, you know, Jack came through a couple of couple of eras. OK, birds of a Jack, I'm sorry. See, you can't even talk about stuff today. You, you can't even allude to anything today because you never know. So, but anyway, um, if you want to ever quiet me, like, shh, 
You know, my kids have, my kids learned that a long time ago. If you ever want mama to shh, please go and get her box set of Jack Nicholson and put it on. <laughs> I have Jack Nicholson in the VHS. They got look, they even went and bought me the soundtracks to all the Jack Nicholson movies. Because let me tell you, Jack Nicholson has oftentimes had a female writer and director and so forth. I know we're evolving to that, but a lot of the Jack Nicholson movies, uh, if you do love them, they are. Uh, there, there is one particular woman, and her name escapes me, but let me tell you, not only does she have some amazing movies, she the, the music to those movies, I'm telling you, one of the movies has Eartha Kitt on there, honey. Let me tell you, and I'm a movie buff. So I'm that person who still wants the DVD so I can watch the director's cut. You know, you, you watch the movie and the director is talking and some of the actors are talking and so forth. That's what I, if you ever want to know why the DVD is so, so popular and DVD, the DVD section in the store is still big. I don't know why Blockbuster like shut it all down because when Blockbuster and all of them shut it down, uh, even though there's a red box out there, I'm, I, I might have to go check out some of these things at the red box because I do miss that director's cut. You don't get that with Netflix. You don't get that with these streaming things. Netflix and all y'all, y'all know y'all trying to trying to figure out another level of service. Uh, that would be the level of service. Load up the extras and the bonuses and all that kind of stuff. I don't mean to give y'all a million dollar, billion dollar, billion dollar idea because believe you me, I try to do it myself. And that's one of the things that we talked about. Yeah, I wake up with this kind of energy. You better keep up. Um, let me tell you, that's one of the things we talked about yesterday in the takeover is understanding that extra level of service. So again, I'm Yolanda at Dryer Buzz. And once upon a time, I woke up famous, like, girl, everybody's talking about you. Everybody knows your name. I put out a piece of content that had nothing to do with me, uh, that absolutely went viral and people began to understand the whole online game. And then next thing you know, everybody had a blog. And, And next thing you know, I wasn't the only blogger trying to get on and getting thrown off the red carpet. Next thing you know, it was like, oh, it's 27 of y'all on there. I'm like, well, God dang, can I get an exclusive? Because homegirl knows how to ask for something else. Happy birthday, Tyler Perry, one of the first, uh, in very first uh, uh, viral interviews that we did. Um, I know everybody's talking about Dave Chappelle now, but one of the things we went viral with a long time ago was when Dave Chappelle was talking about Tyler, (laughs) clearly. When men in addressing emasculation of men, uh, I was I ran over to Tyler Perry. Did you hear? He said, "Yeah, I heard it was Dave Chappelle." And uh, uh, y'all don't know. Yeah, I broke that. It's out there. It's out there. Um, go go look it up. Go look it up. I'm, just, I'm not. I'm I'm not trying to drop name. I'm trying to drop game on how to wake up famous. So I want to talk about how to wake up famous. But before I even do that. Thank you so much, guys, for all that you do and all that you listen and all that you share. Uh, yesterday, or a couple days, for the last couple days, I have been sharing uh, a new entry into the gig economy. No, this is no, there is no affiliation, although they do have a nice incentive fee, sharing fee. Um, there's a new app out there, and most of you know that most of you, if not you and your friends, or even especially y'all don't, who don't want to tell nobody that you're doing this kind of stuff. The gig and freelance economy. Let's talk about the gig and freelance economy. I have for the past 10 years talking about the fact that this emerging com- technology was going to change the work game. It's going to change the work game where we're, you know, one of the things that I have done over the last 
or my lifetime is research these gaps and these divides that go on in our communities. And when the internet came and I realized the internet is going to level the playing field. And there were so many industries that once they applied a level of technology, it was going to take out all the red tape. It was going to get the gatekeepers out of the way. And that's for the most part. People who are marginalized and disenfranchised are, are done so by gatekeepers. Gatekeepers and then you have the news uh, that goes along with that, that put out these perceptions. Can I tell y'all that today I am so thankful that 45 people, 45 people, I shared a referral. And I don't know if they, I don't know if they all went on my referral. I do. I am excited that hopefully I do uh, get to see some incentive from that. But I was talking about a new app that I saw in the ads and I'm pretty, pretty sure everybody else saw it. Uh, hopefully it was marketed to you because it takes being marketed to you, but it has to be of interest to you of related to things you seek online. Now we know what some of y'all are seeking online. So you probably didn't hear about it. Okay. Let me just tell you, look, look at the timeline. Look, go look at the post before you saw the notification for this live. But there was an app came out called, whoa, no, low work now locally work now locally. And you know, I study all things locally, hyper locally. I'm trying to get you guys not to bankrupt your communities by doing all that online shopping. Online shopping is great. When the sources are, uh, when the money is hitting the streets and back into your neighborhood and your community. And I know uh, everybody's trying to get a, get a this, that, and the other. But let me tell you, there's some wonderful things happening. So this app came out uh, called Work Now Locally. It's whoa, no, low. Listen, please use the link. Don't, don't take me out of the out of the referral. Please use the link that I shared. A lot of people don't understand how that works. Um, but... I shared it because it had a local company on there. Companies are just coming on and pretty much there was like one or two in, in and around the Atlanta area outside the perimeter per se. Um, and so I was watching for others to come on there. And one was in Ackworth, which was actually 25 miles from where I am. And it was shift work. Now for somebody like myself, I've been a creative all my life. I've been able to self-sustain and supplement what I earn online through working temp and contract all in all of my life. I pretty much have only had probably, I've had a bunch of jobs and I've been asked to leave a bunch of jobs because like, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm quite unemployable. Uh, you already know, <laughs> but I did have one job for about seven years and then they were like, okay, we played this charade a long time. You know, it's, it's getting, it's getting crazy up in here, right? People are realizing, you know, you got this whole duality thing and guess what? In fact, I had to leave my job because I woke up famous. I became quite famous and the company was like, wait, she does all this and she don't do it for us. I'm like, well, y'all ain't, y'all don't have that. You don't, you don't have what I do. For all these other people, the the stuff that gets me on the radio, the television, you know, and on the stage, y'all don't have that as a job description up in here. So yeah, I've been hanging out over in that cubicle all this time, and and, and good friend of mine on radio was like, he said, "Hey, you in the cubicle? You starting to make that change?" And I was like, he might be right. And in fact, I ignored him. And my supervisor came over, looked over in the cubicle. You know, he's talking to you, right? Because. I woke up famous and I'm like, and, and when you wake up famous, you can't go back to work. And I'm like, well, I left that job. And I was like, and I went to go, I'm, like, I'm going to go interview for another job. Cause I'm, I'm, let me just tell you having a job. It's like, that is such a security, man. I'm like, I mean, I get to see it for eight hours and I'm they're going to pay me for hours. I don't work. It's like, cause when you are creative, 
or a blogger, it's like, you got to, you got to, Hey, you don't understand the work that goes along with that. And I just remember, and I remember going on this interview one time and I was trying to, you know, portray the, Oh man, I need this job. I need this job. And I remember the guy interviewing me and, and I didn't know he knew me. Cause you know, I woke up fam- y'all don't understand. I woke up famous one day and I'm telling you, this is what happens when you live your life. Um, so I'm sitting there and I'm just trying to get through this interview and I don't know this guy. I don't realize this guy knows me. Right. I really don't. And I'm like, you know, he was like, <laughs> he gives me, he gives me the, I just wanted to meet you. And I'm like, he's like, you know, I can't hire you. Right. I'm like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, but I did want to meet you. And, uh, and he says, he says, because if I hire you, he says, as creative as you are, it will kill your spirit. I'm like, dude, I got bills. I got kids trying to go to college. I need a job. (laughs) He was like, no, no, no. He was like, um, but that didn't mean that, hey, listen, you know, we got this office. Well, once you you get certified for this, that, and the other, you can get this contract and that contract and so forth and so on. And so there, there goes life. But anyway, I'm just saying this, this is going to happen. Why did I want to talk about Wake Up Famous? For those of you who don't know, this is a journaling moment right next to my device here. And you guys can hear me because I can see my sound. Um, I have a journal right here. And we started with a blank page. And last night I heard something. I live, I live a life where I'm always pulling stuff from what they call the overheard. And I overheard these two young women. Uh, they were trying to put, they were trying to craft a post. And I was like, you know, there's something about watching something that you've done all your life become normal, normalized, right? Except for, you know, my new, my new dope boys and the old dope boys and the old dope boys in prison, the new dope boys out here making billions. Y'all got to fix that. I don't, and I don't mean to say that I once did it because I never sold dope. In fact, I don't even know what half stuff looked like. But anyway, I heard these two young ladies last night. They were trying to craft a post. You know, they'd had an experience and they were trying to craft a post. And I never let people know who I am because I'm like, sometimes I need to just chill in the overheard, right? And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just marveling at the fact that they over there trying to craft a post, you know, because that, that's normalizing something that I was called crazy for, always looking into my phone. I can't tell you. I was persecuted and at times... People tried to prosecute me for it. I got the cease and desist letters. I got the lawsuits, all those kind of things. But, you know, they stayed up on the wrong one. And I know how to respond to such things. But anyway, so I'm watching these two ladies trying to craft their posts. And the girl, she looks at a friend and she said, let's get you famous. <laughs> I died laughing. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, that is such a thing. If they only knew what it means to... Wake up famous. Y'all, is that a hashtag? Somebody go check and see if that a hashtag. It's not hashtag it and said dry buzz is over here talking about how to wake up famous. Not only will I tell you on this podcast about how to wake up famous, I'm just trying you can't wake up famous unless you do what? Get out of bed. I telling people how to wake up famous is what I do. I do it uh on calls, I do it side by side, I do it in clinics, I do it on the stage. That's what I have done um since two thousand two. I was like, let me put you in the headlines. I've been telling people, let's get you famous. I tell somebody that each and every day. In fact, several people, several times a day, let's get you famous. They go over and they they get my book off Amazon called 27 Answers How to Create Buzz so they can get famous. They go and download 27 Answers How to Rock Blogging, 27 Answers How to Rock Like Oprah, How to Rock Like Beyonce, 27 Answers How to Become a Household Name, 27 Answers How to Rock Hashtag, 27 Answers How to Rock Live Streaming, which is actually about to become a full-on, not live streaming, 
podcast live streaming. And there is a live streaming one, but 27th Inside the Rock podcast will be available on the 27th when we launch the new answer platform that is coming back. Cause I'm, I am stepping, I'm almost clearly out of the trauma zone. So that's going to happen. But when I heard those two young ladies last night, and I think about all the people who persecuted, cause you know what? As Tamara Hall, shout out to Tamara Hall, who just completed her first week of her new show. Tamara, y'all got those meetings. I need y'all to fix a couple things. But Tamara Hall uh, did this little clip. She probably out there trying to delete it because it had, she was playing. I don't know if she realized they were playing the uncut version of the song. So in, in the clip that I loaded, I was like, ooh, whoa. I don't know if she meant to play the uncut camera. Go check your playlist, baby. Take the playlist. Let's just not do the uncut version. But Tamara said, Payback is a bad B, okay? And let me tell you, you're going to, it is human nature to desire payback. And I'm a Scorpio. We all about payback. We all about revenge. We, and, but we're real patient with it. And it's not so much that I want something to happen to those who persecuted or tried to prosecute me for something that is normalized. When I tell y'all, blogging wasn't normalized. In fact, Twitter, I spent three years in Twitter jail for something y'all get to do on Twitter every day. Twitter was like, oh, no, that's too much power. She got too much power on this platform. People were running around here thinking Twitter is hers. And they, they literally hit me in the search. You could go to my profile, but you couldn't search because they realized I had, a takeover, I had a takeover mentality. Not only that, I had a takeover power, and they only had 10 trending topics. And it's like, what do you mean nine, if not 10 of those or black women, or about black women, about, you know, and then came black Twitter, right? So, oh, now black Twitter is a thing, but for the first, from 2009 to 2012, not, to 2015, you couldn't find me on Twitter, yet um, I was voted one of the top 100 people on Twitter, and I was voted one of the top 50 to do this, and then this other app that made Twitter really what it was uh, voted me one of the top uh 50 providing, was the top 30 providing African-American content. Well, during that time, Twitter didn't even want any African-Americans, let alone African-American content, because it was uh, hurting them in the funding rounds. Those of you that don't know about tech funding rounds, uh, you you just like people don't want to be the black neighborhood or the black store or the black this and black that. Twitter didn't want to be the black app. And so, therefore, they they like, listen, we'll let them be the black Twitter. You know, over there, you know, I put them in a box. Put them in a box over there. You know, we still to this day ask, man, Twitter, black Twitter can break a lot of stuff, but can, what can black Twitter make? And that's just the question that I ask. But, but that's what happens when you wake up famous. Uh, one word that we have been, that seems to be a theme in these last things about wake up is talking about now. One of the reasons I focus on now is because when you can't get out of bed, and that's what this is called, how to get out of bed. When you can't get out of bed and I deal with people, it's like, man, you almost famous, almost famous. But then, you know, I get them set up, man, they want you on television. They want you on the radio. They want you on the stage. I need you to go from the audience to the stage. And then they're like, I can't get out of bed. I can't get out of bed. I didn't realize that was that kind of expectation. I didn't realize everybody would see me. I didn't realize people would get mad at, at what I'm trying to do. Yeah, people do get mad. People, they don't get mad because mad means motivated and determined. They get angry that you're trying to leave the pack, okay? Leave your pack. Step aside. Don't follow and see how mad your pack. Let me tell you, the worst thing that has ever happened to you, I guarantee you, it happened to you by somebody you know. 
and trust it. I promise you that. I promise you that you'd be hard pressed to find somebody that is experiencing serious trauma in their lives right now. And it was not caused. It was caused by a stranger. I love strangers. Y'all talk about a friends list. Y'all know, I don't know anybody on my Facebook friends list. I don't know. They walk up to me all day long and I'd be like, okay, tell me how we know each other. Cause they'd be like, they, they could tell me everything about my life. I'm like, how do we know? Let me tell you, I, listen, y'all better understand how social media works. Let me tell you, and my, my profile is always public. Um, sometimes I was like, man, I wish I could have like good five friends. I don't even have a good, I, I don't. And I know people are like, well, wait, I thought I was a friend. I know you did, but I'm just saying, I can't count five that I have consistently dealt with. Okay, let's just stop because I'm probably going to hurt somebody's feelings. I'm just saying, remind me. I've been through some trauma. I don't even remember. Okay, but anyway, I know. I went to this class meeting one time for my for the high school, and, and they were just talking about people. And I'm like, and I, all day I'm like, who is that? Who is that? So one of my classmates, he said, can you just hush? Because you didn't keep in touch with nobody. <laughs> and I felt bad, but I was like, yeah, that's kind of right. <laughs> but we're still all here in the same city. I'm like, how did we not? How did we not? Because I was online. Everybody that I, everybody that I knew at that time, everybody that I knew, um, none of them were in proximity to me. They were all online. They were all over the world. You know, my bestest friend uh, who see, saw my children grow up, we've only seen each other once. We live vicariously through the end. We started, honey, we started out on Black. We started out on Black Planet. We went to MySpace. We hung out on Pal Talk. And if y'all don't know, Pal Talk was the first uh, audio video chat rooms and stuff. And it's like she saw all my children grow up and all this stuff uh, through our webcams. I mean, we, I lived a webcam life. And I keep saying, wait, man, why do I have a webcam to this day? I got to go buy a webcam because old is new. I got to buy a webcam. Uh, somebody tell one of these devices to remind me to get a webcam because, in fact, I was, um, I shared, and some of you probably have watched, there were a couple of videos. In fact, the Atlanta Public Library just did one about filmmaking. But shout out to uh, Tachi, who has Media Scope, M-E-D-I-A Scope. Come, it airs Wednesday, but they also now have a Friday program where they're talking about how to use all of these what you need to in order to get famous. So let's get you famous, okay? All my friends are out here trying to get people famous. And all and the funny part about it is all of us are not even trying to do it for ourselves. What we find out is we end up frustrated enough trying to tell everybody all this stuff is available. And then we're like, let's just do it on our own. Like like dryer buzz, like I had no intention of starting dryer buzz. Honey, I was trying to learn all this stuff. I was trying to get a job at Ebony and Jet. I promise you. That was my dream job. Ebony, Ebony, I wanted to Y'all don't know. I wanted to shadow. I wanted to meet Shadow, Honey, John Johnson. I'm telling you, that was my. I, I've never said that out loud. I've I've talked about Ebony and Jet, and they probably said that woman is a thorn in the outside. She's over there talking about all that digital stuff. Please block her. I'm probably blocked. I, I probably can't even go to their Twitter page or their Instagram. I'm probably blocked. Right? I promise you. I promise you I'm probably about that was my dream job because I grew up in that era like everybody else. It was everywhere, but I had a passion for it. And I didn't even realize that that's what my passion was. I did because I didn't know that that was a thing because to me, that was a family business. I ain't in a family. So no way. And my dad even took me to a trip to Chicago to, we went to my dad travels with these conventions and he made sure to take me over to the, the Ebony uh, building. It was locked and they weren't letting us in. Took them pictures, you know. I'm like, 
it's, it's Ebony and Jet because I grew up with Ebony and Jet was everywhere. I mean, if you were a black household, honey, you were nobody unless you had the new issue of Ebony and Jet. It told it said, and John and Mr. Johnson, God rest his soul, and Lord knows we're gonna end up being rest his magazine. Um, wanted to satisfy our curiosity, a curiosity for our, us seeing ourselves, uh, parallel to all those other publications and periodicals that were out there. And he let us know that, hey, listen, those are not for you, and so forth and so on. So there's a couple of arguments there for that. But I realize now, well, that was my dream job. That was, And they're probably going to call me one day and be like, yeah, go and save this magazine. And I, I'm, when I tell you I can save it in a day, but then I'll be like, I'm, let me tell you what 2020 is going to be. Drivers is going to stop with the unsolicited advice. I got a campaign. Y'all, I woke up with a campaign in my head this morning for a particular for a particular enterprise. I'll put it that way. And uh, and my co my co my co-host on leading women. Uh, I I went I, instead of telling instead of offering the unsolicited advice, I said, "Look, what do you think about this?" And she's like, "Let's do it," because when I created Dryer Buzz, everything everything in this digital digital that became Dryer Buzz, I wanted to give that to another entity, and I was out there pitching. I was out there pitching. Uh, for those jobs, and I, and it was like no, and the doors were slamming so hard and so fast, and but you know I am never weary, and uh, and I ended up uh, my mo- no I didn't end up my mother was like you do it, and I did it, and then my my son was like but mommy you like doing that style, my son was like he was trying we had a gift basket business at the time and he wanted to eat everything in the gift baskets, so he it was his, his ulterior motive to encourage me to go back to being a writer and a publisher and all those kind of things. He's like I think you like that. And I like you might be right. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. And he then laid out in the living room, ate all the stuff that we had for the gift basket business, because the gift basket business wasn't doing too well because I was not that creative. But marketing, I could brand things like I could brand it in a minute. And I woke up this morning with this amazing campaign. And man, if I I was like if maybe I could pitch it to them. And I'm like, why? My other, I'm so glad I got this new angel on my shoulder. Like why? <laughs> no, keep that. Do that. You do that. So I'm going to do that. And I can give you the date if you want to save the date. I'm going to do it. And guess when it's going to happen? September 13, 2020. September 13, 2020. Um, it's going to be go along with our Leading Women podcast. And all I can say is stay tuned. I'm going to do it. Because that's what happened with Dryer Buzz. When I was trying to go on those red carpets, let me tell you. And I, I mean, I got... Could y'all, I'm going to tell you, I got kicked off and, uh, and escorted out on many of them. There were three PR people, uh, Diane Larchet. Well, first of all, there was Bunny Jackson, Bunny Jackson Ransom, um, who was the first. Diane Larchet was the second. And Nicole Gardner, which was the third. And those three people understood when I said, y'all, this digital thing is coming. This internet is coming. Publishing online is coming. Here's what I can do. And all of them made sure that along with traditional media that I had a spot on their red carpet. And I thank them for that because all that, you know, I wanted. And, and the fact of the matter is when I first I first went on that car, those carpets as a freelancer, I didn't I don't even know. I think I had I had dryer buzz. But I didn't know, I, I still wanted to join the pack. And we talked about that yesterday on how to take over. I still wanted to join the pack. And so um, the no's kept coming. It's like, no, we don't want that content. I never forget, I was invited, story time, story time. And I tell you guys, you know, about the 30 minutes, we're going to be in a story. Story time, I was invited to an urban 
uh, event at Cartier. And I'm, I'm probably not even saying that right because I don't know anything about brands. But I know Cartier was over in the upscale mall, <laughs> which I don't even go over there because y'all doing too much over there. It has been normalized. But uh, I was invited to this event. And I remember the, the guy coming over who, who owned whatever, Cartier or something. I don't know who he was, a principal of this, that, and the other. And they, you know, I had gotten the standard, who is she? You know, and, and I guess people couldn't give him enough information. He decided to come over and engage me himself. And I, and I, and I said who I am, Dryer Bus, Atlantis, Daily Urban. You know, Daily Urban, we were the Daily Urban. And he was like, is there that much urban for you to, for you to be daily? Is there that much urban? I was like, uh, did you not just hire Jay-Z to host this party? Because <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm, I see, okay, and I told him, let me show you how much urban there is. You just hired Jay-Z. You got Usher over there looking at, and I don't know who he buying that for. I heard he was having an affair, but he over there buying a piece of jewelry. And the person he bought a piece of jewelry for, uh, her husband's over there. So, yeah, it's a lot of urban. Now, that was gossip. And I promise y'all, I was not trying to be gossip, even though the first three years out, I won the gossip award. And I'm like, I don't want to be gossip. I literally, and this is when I talk about I woke up famous for the first three years. Um, they used to have these awards back then. And I won this award three years in a row uh, for gossip. And I was like, I don't want to be gossip. I don't want to be gossip. I don't want to talk about that because, uh, I, in fact, I didn't, I didn't even break that story. I, wouldn't, I was not going to break that story. Somebody else broke that story, and she's famous to this day. She woke up famous, too, for breaking the story. I was like, I ain't breaking that story. Ooh, they in the same room, girl. We were like, they in the same, girl. We were sitting over there, y'all. And, you know, she was, she's a mad, she was a mad photographer. Can I tell y'all that? She, I'm, I'm not dropping names. I'm just saying, this is history in Atlanta. Because at the time, you know, Phaedra was over there, and Phaedra had just done, was getting ready to lunch. Uh, everybody knew she was working on the Bobby Brown thing, and Whitney was giving her hell because Whitney wasn't supposed to be on the show, and Whitney was all up on the show. We knew how that was going to turn. We, did not, we didn't know how that was going to turn. We knew Phaedra was stressed as hell, but Phaedra was over there. I mean, all this was like before. This is like, I'm giving y'all some before stuff. And we were sitting over there, I was like, girl, because first of all, we knew the other clicks, so there was a clicking and a clicking and a clicking, and they was all coming to the party at Cartier. So we were sitting over there, and honey, let me tell you, when Usher walked in, we were like, oh, my God. In the same room, oh my God! And then, and then, you know, one of them start usher, start flexing. You know, he everybody over there enjoying the party. He over there buying stuff. You know, buying the high price stuff. We like, oh, this about to be good, and it's not good because it was broke. It's, it's hearts that were broken then, and they man, the heartbreak is. This is what happened when you wake up famous. The heartbreak is there, and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to. I'm not trying to archive that, but I was like, oh my God. This is, and I didn't break that story. I promise y'all, I didn't break that story, and I didn't talk about it. I never did. I just did just then. But it's been 30 years now, 20 years. It's been 20 years. I, could talk, I think we can talk about it now. Okay, but anyway. But anyway, so moving on. Let's get back to. But this is what happens when you wake up famous. And the reason why I want to talk to you guys about it, because I, want, I wanted to wake up famous for, and I know it's hard to dial it back to something positive, because that just gave me got me all giddy. But I wanted to wake up famous for other reasons, and I didn't want to wake up famous for that. I didn't want to get to 2020, which was my plan, um, to take this thing into 2020, to help usher in 2020 and all that technology could do for us. I didn't want to get to 2020 just known for that kind of stuff. I wanted to get to 2020 uh, with the stories that I can say about the young 14-year-old girl that we were able to do a podcast with 
people who were holding her captive inside juvenile and juvenile prison. I want to be able to get to 2020 and say we turned we, we turned Texas upside down to where the governor of Texas, that then Governor Rick Perry, had to go and let all of these children out of the juvenile system because Texas was abusing them. Texas was holding children well beyond their sentencing that they had, should not have ever been sentenced for. The zero tolerance stuff that they were doing down there in the Texas school systems and how the the press uh, or or not even the press entities in Texas tried to even come after me just simply because I was an entertainment podcast and decided I'm going to stop the entertainment and lend the platform that I have perfected for justice and uh, and inviting these people on to come on and tell their story and it was somebody from Texas and somebody from Chicago and other places and got on this podcast and then Texas was like well if they did a podcast we should be able to podcast. And then they decided they were going to send an individual to come on a podcast. And, and they didn't tell him, uh, you probably shouldn't go on an international podcast and say, uh, and call black people, uh, our blacks. Okay. And, and Texas doesn't like when our blacks question authority. It's like, uh, yeah, now where's your governor? Because you don't get to say that. And then the governor like, what have y'all done? What's going on? Then the governor, Rick Perry, prior to running for president, had to go and look at the. See, that's what I wanted to be known for for the 2020. Yeah, I know y'all like clicking on that other stuff, but this right here is what I wanted to be known for. Yeah, okay, the gospel awards were cool. Yeah, okay, the entertainments and the gala stuff is good, but that's what we wanted to be known for, stuff like that. Using um, this platform, and that's what I mean when I wake, woke up famous. You know, when I go back and, and even today getting still likes on, on content um, that's out there, that's been out there for decades, and people still having it, those kinds of solutions because it's st- these things are still happening day by day. But they're happening less and less because we were there over the past 17 years to bring light to it. And not only just a little light, but a big old spotlight. Put a big old spotlight on it and then put that put that big light on. Like, we're not turning this light off until you fix it, change it. Uh, I woke up famous, but I woke up with a little bit more brokenhearted today because um, I, when I went into the kitchen, and this is why I'm like, dang, I was hoping 2020, you know, I could chill. But uh, you guys know, last year we went into the kitchen and we started... It, it, and that blossomed into, you know, I got out of bed one day, how to get out of bed, went into the kitchen and I was like, okay, this is a bad day. I feel horrible. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this day. This thing, this grief thing is so heavy, so strong. And my little angel said, go live, just go live. You, that's what you need to go live because I had, I didn't plan on going live ever again. I didn't plan on blogging ever again. I'm like, look, let me just get these, let me just get these breaths done. I, uh, and we're breathing in and breathe. I was literally having to tell myself, breathe in, breathe out. I know that's the song, breathe in, breathe out. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so freaking hard to do. Go live. I heard it. And I was like, okay, turn it on. What I don't care what I look like. I don't care what I sound like. Just turn it on. And I turned it on. And next thing you know, 
I was cleaning out the fridge. And next thing you know, I was cooking something. And next thing you know, people were like, what are you going to cook tomorrow? And I was like, oh, well, maybe I can we're gonna get out of bed tomorrow. Maybe I can come in here and cook. Maybe we can go buy some. Let's go shop. I was like, wait, I hadn't gotten dressed. I hadn't been out the house in a while. Let me get dressed. Let me go. Let's go find us a store. Let's go. Where, where, I like these vegetables. Where can I go get some fresh vegetables and so forth? And it began to build. It began to build. And then there was again, I woke up famous again for some, what was the first one? I want to say the mac and cheese, but the mac and cheese wasn't the first one. Mac and cheese kind of sustained it. Like, damn, that mac and cheese looked good. But um, I can't remember the first thing I did. But I was, I wake up famous, uh, woke up famous a lot. So, what was I saying? A year after, a year after the kitchen, um, I don't know what I was saying, but let me get back to this journal because the only thing I've written down is now. I was saying about now is I learned to exist in the now, the right now. Uh, I know we're in this era where everybody's talking about AI and artificial intelligence and, and, and time travel, time travel. Everywhere I look, time travel is a thing. But then when I talk to people about how to get out of bed, when I talk to people about how to wake up famous and I put these things in place to help them wake up famous and they can't do it because they, they here comes the anxiety. You know, it's like anticip- all that anticipation you have for something that's going to happen in the future, it hasn't happened yet. So enjoy your now. Worrying about something that's happened in the past. Even yesterday, this wave came on me. It's like, man, could I still struggle with, could I have made another decision where, you know, that time, if I, you know, people ask you, if you could go back, and I hate thinking like that because we don't yet know what point, where do you go back? If you can go back, because you can go back, you can put a Band-Aid on this, you can change that, but you still don't know if you could truly fix it. That's why you got to deal with right now. There's so many people that's not dealing with right now, all that stuff that you are worried about, it hasn't happened yet. You're missing the now. And let me tell y'all, even in all that I've done and all of this thing that has happened, I didn't enjoy a lot of it because I had this other thing, this other goal that I was trying to reach. And when I hear people, I, I was out the other day, anytime I go out, quote unquote, in public, and I'm not trying to say I'm anything, but I am. I am kind of a hell of a lot. I'm a lot. But anyway, when I go out and people are telling me and sharing with me these moments that we've had, I'm like, damn, why didn't I remember that? I don't. And so I'm trying, I'm at a point now trying to like remember, trying to savor all of this stuff that I've done. And I, like the other day I shared, shared a video of Kiki and Kiki was uh, on, she was on one of the late night talk shows. Okay. Where only men have, only men have a monologue. Um, but she was on one of the, the late night talk shows and I'm sitting there and it, and I thought about it. And I was like, wait a minute. I interviewed her as a child. <laughs> when I tell y'all, I interviewed Kiki, uh, somebody give me her whole name, tweet me. I don't remember what it is for Kiki. She's on, she's now, on, um, uh, straight hand. What is it? Straight, straight hand, Sarah and Kiki. Um, but I interviewed her as a child when, after one of her movies, and I just remember coming out of the interview absolutely exhausted because she talked faster than I talked. She got more. She had more energy. Like I was like, oh my! God. I don't. Even, I think I probably got two questions in, but she was such a. Uh, she was so energetic and such excited, and it was her and her father. Um, they were doing this press junket for one of her. One of her. I think it was Akila. Maybe it was Akila and the Bee that she was promoting at that time. Uh, I think it was Aquila and a B. Back in the day, 
uh, when movies and, and things like that will come out, they go get these penthouses and the, these five-star hotels. You know, Atlanta don't have but a couple of five-star hotels. So you already know. Uh, they get these five-star hotels, and they tell the, the press and the bloggers. And there really were no bloggers at that time. They were like, well, we got this. They would always say, we got this one. And she's a blogger, and it's online because you know, nobody really know what it was. And they were like, but, you know, the coverage is, like, really good, you know, Bring, put it, put her at the table. So I'm sitting at the table with all this traditional media, and they mad. They were like mad because you know round tables, like you know, you just throw out your questions and so forth. Um, and they never really. And the thing about traditional media is they never really knew, like especially particularly if it was an African American, they never didn't know who the hell they were anyway. I promise you. I remember watching a red carpet, and uh, Kerry Washington, and I'm not dropping name. I'm just telling you the game. Carrie Washington was coming down the red carpet. And even though she had, for us, women, and particularly black women, because um, even at the time, Sandra, 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 damn, what's her name? Rhymes? I don't even think her name's Sandra. I'm saying it wrong. Rhymes. Well, Chandra. Rhymes. God, tell my mind. Uh, hadn't really come out as a black writer at that time, even though she had all of this stuff. You know, I don't think she had realized her magic even though ABC was literally on the air because of her. But if, I think, if, and, I, and I feel like before Scandal, I feel like Grey's Anatomy was getting ready to go off the air. And I feel like that it kind of revived it because even though one of the biggest controversies about Grey's Anatomy is that the main character wasn't making no money, you know, because Hollywood was like, we're not paying that woman. I don't care how popular that thing was, you know. So then when Scandal came and then they had three women like, you know, hey, we got to make them the uh, most the highest paid women. And I don't know if that ever came to fruition because just within the last couple of years or the, the last couple of seasons before the before Scandal went off, did the main character on Grey's Anatomy uh, just get her money and she was still six out of the top spot. But anyway, that's neither here nor that. Nor I'm sorry. That's everything. It's everything to know that when we talk about fair pay for women, here these women had the top shows, and yet they're still six out of the top. In fact, the men that were higher paid than them, we still don't know what show they're on, but they out there getting that money. Don't even know. There ain't nobody even talking about them. But when I looked at the list, I was like, wait a minute. She's still six out of the top. Seven. She's number seven. It's still six above her. We don't know who the hell they are. Ain't nobody watching them. Ain't nobody talking about them. Ain't nobody tweeting about them every week. But they still were the top paid men. Rock it like that. But anyway, so what was I going? Oh, so Carrie Washington was getting ready to come down this uh, red carpet. In fact, it was a red carpet in Washington. It was uh, the weekend of the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And they have all these different events they have to go to. And, you know, and when you watch C-SPAN, C-SPAN has all these open mics. And I remember the lady who, had, who announces who's coming down the carpet. Um, she got ready to announce that here comes Carrie Washington down this kind of receiving line. It wasn't even like a red carpet. It was like a receiving line where they get to talk to the press, like, why are you here? And they didn't know who she was. Even though we were all out there shouting, black girl magic, um, they didn't know knew who she was on the carpet because it was like, you know, ABC has sent her to Washington and, and, you know, trying to make the show hot, which the show was already hot to us because it, it empowered the first season, first season only was empowered, was empowering to black women. Then they had her raped in the closet. And we were like, okay, what in the hell is that? But anyway, uh, yeah, I know y'all thought it was love. No, that was rape. But anyway, uh, you'll learn, you'll learn. That's why you got me. Okay. You no woman goes into a closet with a married man. Just don't, 
in that light. No. Stop enjoying that moment because your daughter's looking at you as well as your son. Uh, and your son's walking around hella embarrassed. Like, ooh, my mama liked that. Like, y'all better stop. So anyway, so Kara was coming down the red carpet. And you could hear the, the press people when she got ready to carry this is Carrie Washington coming. She's with ABC and the show is Scandal. And they were like, who? What show? What network? Okay. And then she, well, she's such a, you know, and I'm like, oh my damn. They don't even know who she is. Right. So, and mind you now, we knew Carrie from, uh, holla, 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 from, uh, say the last dance. Uh, night watches us. Uh, you know, we knew Carrie already, right? If y'all, let me tell you, if you have not done a Carrie Washington marathon, if you don't know that Carrie, I think she's still on Broadway. Honey, Carrie took that, took that police narrative and is doing a show on Broadway. I think she's still on Broadway right now. That she, we were like, why she not on Scandal? Well, we wanted Scandal to get shut down because it was, it was doing us in. Anybody missing no damn Scandal? Stop playing. Anybody missing no damn Scandal? But anyway, Carrie went on to Broadway. Um, so if y'all been looking for her, that's where she is. But it was. I don't know. Is she, is she or was she? I don't know. That's where she was because she woke up famous. So Carrie woke up famous and she had to go down this red carpet. And nobody knew who she was, even though we did. But that's what happened. I don't know why I was telling that story. But let me see where we are on time. Got one minute. And I really want to get out of here. Let me tell you, if you get out that bed, you could wake up famous. If you get out that bed and go and do that thing that you keep thinking that you can't do it. Because, don't like those two ladies last night, that little post that they were trying to do to get famous, it, it, it was not earth shattering. It was probably nothing, but it was going to make them famous amongst their friends because they had invested in going to whatever event this was, right? Let's get you, let's get you famous. And famous is relative. Famous is, is if you want somebody to know you, that's, that's, that's not a thing. That's not something that's hard to do. But unfortunately, there are people out here trying to get famous for all the wrong reasons and for doing all the wrong things. Um, I don't know that I would like to be more famous. No, I, I kind of like finding places I can go and don't nobody know me. I swear, cause like I just I wanted a, I wanted a steak and cheese biscuit, and I'm like I don't want to have to do all I don't want to comb my hair to go get it. I'm gonna go drop Petty Betty. I Petty Betty. You gonna call me here? I'm like no, I'm not. And I'm pretty sure somebody took, uh, uh, see, that's narcissism. Nobody, ain't nobody snapped a picture of me, even though my shirt, I went out here in my dryer bus shirt with my hair looking like the villain. But look, can I tell y'all I love villains? 2020 is all about the villain. Because I was looking at, the, I was looking at these shows as y'all watch. And I'm like, but why is the villain mad? Because in my book, mad means motivated and determined. What are they so motivated? And I said, they mad. They, they mo Motivated and determined to do what? Like back in the day, my daughter used to say, Petty Betty, Petty Betty used to say, I hate this, I hate that, I hate this, I hate that. And I'm like, I gotta get her, I gotta get her to understand what hate is. And I was like, and I Gary Busey the word hate. I love that I'm gonna give Gary Busey all this credit. So I Gary Busey the word hate for my daughter. I said, you know, when you say you hate something, that means you highly anticipate the error. Show me the error. You hate it so much. And every time she would say it, stop, show me the error. And if she could, because I, I raised children who could articulate and clearly debate their position in everything. That's why I got kids to wear, like, that, can't, that does come back to bite me because then that means that they get to debate me and I can't get mad. I still win the debates, okay? 
But I, I just, they just, you got to be able to articulate that to me. And, stand, and if you truly believe what you believe, stand on your convictions. Because you're, because we, we live with the elephant theory up here. And I'm, although I'm not necessarily the bull elephant, I'm not trying to be the bull elephant. But one, it's my mommy. And, and you're supposed, and I let them understand, it's natural. You're supposed to challenge me because there's going to be a day in that challenge you're going to win. But when you win comes all of the responsibility. So you keep trying to challenge me as mommy. Understand when you win that challenge, I'm handing you all the responsibility of yourself from that moment on. So pick your battles. That's the thing I always say. We pick our battles around here because we have done a lot to understand who we are to each other as a family. Because we have been through some stuff and guess what? We survive. And I'm here to tell you how to get out of bed based on that. So Patty Betty used to say, I hate this. Every, if Patty Betty is still to this day, her first word, it's what we call her Patty Betty. Because everything, her first response to everything is no. And then she, she goes into this thought process and then she retracts, right? Her no. And but that's who she is. is how she, that's the day she was born. She was born like I ain't coming out. Right. And they had to do all this thing. I was one of those people where they had to physically TMI story time. They had to physically turn to go in me and turn or not, not, not. I'm sorry. They physically had to turn the baby because she wasn't coming out. And like you coming out today, you especially coming out day one because she was born on the 27th. OK. And I'm just saying, y'all already know that's like the end of the month. And uh, listen, we on we on maternity leave. We finna hit maternity leave, and uh, this clock got to change. Insurance is about to change because HMOs were a thing and all that kind of stuff back when they was born. And you you got to come today. You coming today? So they physically had to turn Patty. Patty Betty, y'all don't understand that delivery. But anyway, so Patty Betty is my no child. Everything was st- beyond terrible twos. Everything everything you suggest to her is like no. She got an alternative. She don't have an alternative, but she's going to tell you no. She's doing, she's doing something, probably enjoying herself right now. But believe you me, it was a no, and she protested all the way. You're going to do this, okay? Um, but she used to always say, I hate this. And I remember one day, we, were, we had to go in the grocery store. I hate going. I hate, I hate it, too. But I'm, I'm, this thing you call mom, and I got to feed you, we got to go in the store. What era do you see in that? How do you... Highly anticipate the era of going to the grocery store. My well, mommy, you don't like going to the grocery store either. Okay, but we got to eat, <laughs> right? And I'm like, but so from then on, when she would say, I hate something, she knew I was going to challenge her, show me the era. If there was an error, okay, we ain't going to do it. We don't need to go today. We don't need to do that, okay? So I took that on. So for all of y'all out there, people running around talking about they got haters, you make errors. Because only people who have haters, and we broke, we Gary Busey that too, highly anticipate the errors regarding success. People who shout out their haters, y'all, I run from those people so fast because that means they make errors. And you get swallowed up in errors. The one thing I try not to do is try not to make the errors. The only thing you can fix is you can't fix the haters is you can own up to the error. You can fix the error. You know, I might have made an error today going live on my personal profile. Because I'm always live on my dryer bus, 
and then I'm live on how to get out of bed, and then I go back and share it. But I had some settings going, and I need to come in and do it. I'm like, let me put it on. It's the weekend, and I don't feel like doing the whole buzzer the bastard thing. You know, I got to do that too. But let me just share it on there. It's the weekend, and I know that people have a little bit more opportunity to binge. And if you are in the comments, uh, the comments is an after conversation because we're broad, we're recording a podcast, and we can't necessarily engage in that while we're while we are recording, the minute we start recording, this thing gets syndicated to all of your favorite podcast platforms. Um, but we are live on a couple of places and so forth. Because, you know, we want you to wake up famous. Let me get you famous. We want you to wake up famous. Uh, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. And I hope I have truly explained what, it, what, the, what does that mean. You have to think about what that means. Because I know you want it. Um, on the other podcast, let me see, we talked about attention. It's because people want attention. Choices. On the choices, if you look back in the timeline, you're going to see one that says wake up choices. And we talked about attention. And we talked about certain things, how certain things now are normalizing. Um, and it goes back to the value. I want to put on there, let me tell you, you can get famous. But I hope it has an everlasting value. What I have done with Dryer Buzz has a forever value. The content that I have curated over the past 20 years, as we go into 2020, um, two years of all that test content, and then the 17, three years of test content, and the 17 years of full-on being Dryer Buzz. I hope that in any of my famousness or, or notoriety or whatever you want to call it, uh, or being known, uh, and I know it is because of the feedback. Now, I'm sure somebody's standing off saying, y'all know her, I know her, whatever. I don't worry about that. Uh, and I don't even call them haters because they, they can't even find, they, they can't get close enough because they can't find the error, right? They're trying to get in, but they can't, there's no error. I remember I made an error one time, and I remember there was this flood to the website. They were going to go crash the website. And one person, I saw one of their comments, and you're like, but the website is so positive. <laughs> Man, we died, y'all. I'm telling y'all. It was like the I got I remember getting a death threat and all kind of stuff. This they were like an army. I had done a a radio interview where somebody totally mis misinterpreted um uh, the whole panel thing we were on and they were over there uh uh venting on their Twitter and they were telling their folks to go and, you know, jacked the website, crashed the website and all this kind of stuff. And one of their, one of their quote unquote followers came back and said, but her website's so positive. <laughs> I died. I died laughing. Because people don't realize, or they probably realize it now, but they don't realize that when you manage online entities, like you, you have so much information about people. Like when a guy, you know, sent me the little email, you know, talking about death and I'm like, dude, you know, and I literally, I'm like, I know, I, just from your email, let me just let you know how much I know about you, you know? And then I'm like, so go, and I literally told him, you know, so go back over there to whomever you, you know? And he was like, I don't like her either. I don't like you and I don't like her. Either. I'm like, okay, so who, why are you even in the fight? If you're not, if you're not, if you're not supporting her, you don't like her, you don't like me. You, why are you, did, why are you even here? He didn't know. That's just what he does, right? It was like, it's insane that, that this stuff is going on. But anyway, I hope you guys, if, if you are trying to 
whether you're just trying to get a little bit of attention because you are doing something awesome and amazing, whether you want to wake up famous, let me tell you, you cannot wake up unless you get up out the bed, get out the bed. Now is the time. It's always, now is always the time. Um, when I wrote 27 answers, and I can reach over here and grab because I, I keep a copy right here. I keep a copy because people call me all the day and they're like, we're drawing buzz, you know, I'm on page, you know, uh, 33. And because, you know, when if you own a copy of the book uh, or the download, there are certain pages you get to and it says, hey, listen, you can call me. You got you made it to this point. You you can get a, you can get a call. You can call me. You can inbox me. You can so forth and so on and all that kind of stuff. But in this book, and I, I, I said at the beginning, you know, we're always in the land of opportunity. It just depends on how you look at life. And that's why one of my taglines is my most popular tagline is transforming the way we look uh, at life. We, you know, you go to the salon to transform the way you look, but I'm trying to transform the way you look at life. And when I talk about getting famous, I'm trying to transform what you think famous is. I'm, I'm here to let you know. You know, I started out learning all of this stuff because I thought it was going to lead to the most awesome and amazing job. I had a job. I had a career in mind. I knew the entity. No, I did not. I never knew the entity. In fact, I never knew this would be a job. I never knew. I never knew this would be a career. I, I can't tell you what I went off to school for. I can't tell you what I left school saying I wanted. I, well, no, I left school saying I want to do this. And school at that time didn't support this. And my parents thought I was crazy, probably still do. But no, they understand fully now. Because when I when, when my mother became ill and she was like, Well, I know you gotta go, me being her only child, and she's like, Well, I know you gotta go back to work. And I was like, No, mommy, I don't. I don't have to go nowhere. I can work right here. I can write right here, right here by your bedside. And I sat there at my mother's bedside those first Three months, six months, nine months, ten months, twelve months, two years. Um, I sat right there writing. You don't know when did I find time to write all these books? Let me tell you, I wrote this first book in my cubicle, um, and they were like, "When I wrote this book, I woke up famous." And no, actually, before I wrote this book, while I was writing, this, I don't know, honey, I woke up famous. They were like, "You got you? Why are you back here? Why are you back here?" I, I promise you, my the company I work for, they sent me, and they was like, well, maybe, you know, all that stuff that she's doing out there, maybe we can figure out how, what she can do it in the company. And they sent me to through this mastermind. You know, mastermind had become a thing. Go to the mastermind and sit with this vice president or that vice president and figure out, you know, what it is you really want to do. And I'm like, well, I really don't want to have to drive these 45 miles to come in here and use these web applications. <laughs> I really didn't because, you know, they work from home. There, there it wasn't a thing. became a thing after I left. Oh, uh, they was like, well, she kept talking about that work from home. Maybe we ought to look into that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, 10 years later, work from, people working from home. 20 years later, people working from home. Okay. Anyway, I'm like, man, I inter- I, inter- I interact with people all over the world. And then I got to get in my car and drive 45 miles to use web applications. I couldn't make that make sense. Not a, not a day. So I walked in this place. I wasn't, I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. But you got to stop telling the, universe, telling the universe what you're not happy about. If you can't tell the universe what you're happy about. So I will go into this mastermind story time before we get out of here. We're going to mastermind. And the guy says, well, maybe you could do this. Maybe you should try this and try that. I'm like, I did all that. I've already done all that. He's like, what? He's like, I was like, yeah, I've written books. I've been on stages. I've, I've innovated. I've created this, that, and the other. You know, I just want to sit here and get this check, this insurance, maybe a little retirement. I'm done. I'm tired. But then I realized... 
What did, what did I do it for? What did I do it for? So I went to the mastermind. And they was like, well, maybe you just kind of burn out. And they came up with this 30-day leave. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. <laughs> and I literally took the 30-day leave. And in that 30-day leave, y'all, I experienced the most amazing life there was. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, because I woke up famous. And I'm going to tell you, it was absolute, I, I could, if I was to sit here and drop names, and I never will, probably won't ever, but it, and I, I probably should, so I could celebrate it because that's the one thing that I've not done. This book is all over the world. I have not celebrated that at all. Um, I didn't celebrate turning 50. I didn't celebrate turning 51 because I turned 50 the worst year of my life. I spent the year turning 50 saying goodbye to my mom. I don't want to celebrate no damn 50. 50 ain't fabulous. Okay, but anyway, let's get back. So, but I should savor some of this stuff. Um, I All I know is I just try to get out of bed. And I got out of bed today because 45 people, I shared I shared a link. I shared an opportunity. And 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 I told Petty Betty, I said, Petty Betty, just kind of go through the process so we can write about it, right? So Petty Betty's over there right now. And and she got a note, she got a notification this morning that 45 people are going through this process with her today. This this amazing thing that's happening in our gig economy. That's 45 people that needed a shift. You know, and I'm gonna tell you, there are people who came at me like, why are you sharing that? It's only this and it's only that. And I know that's what we do. We're skeptics about everything. But there's 45 people that's going to go pay a bill today, y'all. There's 45 people that's going to eat. There's 45 people whose life may have been in a balance. Hit that share button sometime, y'all. I've been 17 years hitting that share button. I have been 20 years telling people stuff I know. I don't hoard it. I woke up famous because I'm willing to give. I'm willing to share. And now I need to take some time to savor this thing. I got a birthday coming up. I don't like celebrating birthdays. I'm like, ugh, whatever. I mean, let's not even talk about birthday. Forget that part. But anyway, um, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you about waking up. If you're going to wake up famous, if you're going out there, you found your filter. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I was like, damn, I did a lot. I should have put a filter on there. I'm like, what, what are there? Somebody show me where to filter. Because I'm, I'm, that, I'm that unfiltered person. Give me a filter. I, in fact, I did a filter today. I was like, even when you want to go to the store without makeup and comb your hair, there's a filter for that, right? I was like, I, I, I was still able to post. I'm like, damn, give me a filter. Um, but even when you want to wake up famous, I'm just telling you, make sure it's for something good. If you want to, you want to, you want to, I just looked over here at this plant and see that these leaves are made out of hearts. Let me tell you. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get to the value point of this so I can let y'all go. It's our values that are so skewed. It's our absolute values. Um, seeing, I know you've been seeing some things and you're like, man, and, and I know there's a lot that has been normalized. But there's something, I don't want to give you the anxiety. I want to say it, but I don't want to give you... The anxiety, I don't want you to have to wait for it. I want you to understand that it is right now. I, my mission right now, it was the thing day one. Somebody, I, when you do feedback, I was like, what is it that I do? And they said, you do it now. You get the story out now. The solutions and all of those things, it's now. 
Famous is a now thing. Being famous, because you might wake up and you're not famous no more. There are so many people out there that are so afraid to wake up not famous, okay? And there's so many people out there doing all this crazy stuff. Like, like people talking about this dude with wearing this, who the Odell, Odell wearing this watch playing football. I'm like, uh, do y'all know how many people at the mall today buying that they're going to watch? Because it doesn't survive the football game. I don't know if they paid him. I don't know if he... I mean, clearly it was color coordinated, so it was. I want us to understand the schematics, the the schemes, the themes of all of this stuff. I want us to be able to look a little bit, a little bit deeper, a little bit beyond what's on the surface. And I think that I want to peel back the layers and the curtains a little bit. Not so much that we can discover the wizard and and, and understand that you know a lot of stuff is not real. It's what you make of it, and I want you to understand the power that you have in it. You know, I did not come up with the fact that I was going to spend 17 years blogging. And I don't even know if I finished that story because I'm going to tell you, they gave me that 30-day leave and I'm going to tell you, and they, I went right on back. I was like, can I just go back to my cubicle? They were like, what? You're back? You just, I went on a whirlwind, y'all. I left, took that, took that 30 days. I ended up with a radio show. I was on the stage and all that. I was like, look, can I have my cubicle back? It's scary. I went right back to my cubicle, and I wasn't, I wasn't there two weeks. And the first, I don't even think I lasted, I think it was a week. I think by, I went, on, went back on a Monday, by Wednesday, I was getting wrote up. Like, like and they were like, girl, you got, you got to go. You can do better than this. And I was like, and I don't, didn't know that. I had already done better than that. I'm still trying to find some cubicle I can sit, down, sit in and chill out and retire. I'm still doing things, let me tell you, because you get tired. Because when you wake up famous, people want you to be consistent with it. And if you get famous for the wrong thing, you cannot be consistent with it. But when you get famous for the right thing, like I can come on here and pop. This is not even scripted. It's like I'm going to push the button. We're going to find something to talk about. And I could talk about it for an hour. I can go and write a book. I can go and, and do a podcast because I found the right thing to become famous for and not only that I could be famous and I could be down to earth that's that's the blend that I want I could still go chill I could still find some spaces where don't nobody know me even though I go too many places where people know me but they know me for the right reasons I don't have any haters and and that's what I love because it's not as I don't I try my hardest not to make any errors. When I, I can get out of bed because when I go to bed at night, I make sure that I have not done anything to anybody because my grandfather used to always say, what goes around comes around. And I don't like all that coming around stuff, right? And there are people like, they, you, somebody's out there right now trying to remember what they did to you or you out there trying to remember what you did to somebody else because y'all still trying to suppress all that stuff. I don't want to have to suppress because that stuff drives you crazy. I don't want to suppress any of it. So, all right. So get like those girls last night. Go get yourself famous. <laughs> She's so afraid. She said, let's get you famous. I, y'all, I crack up. I can hear it right now. Let's get you famous. Everybody wants some attention. But make sure the attention that you are seeking, that there is some clear, positive value in it. There's all kind of value in it. Make sure that it's something that you could live with in a time that you today, right now, don't even know will exist. 
I know that's going to give you some anxiety, but don't even worry about that. Listen, what can you do now? Oh, the other day we broke down now, and I was looking back because I wish I had wrote it down, uh, need. We, 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 hit, we Gary Busey now. We said negotiate, own. Let me write that down so I can look at this page. Negotiate, own, win. Um, but a lot of us are still at that need. What do you need? A lot of people cannot articulate what they need. You know, what do you need? Start right there. Because when you need, when you realize what you need, then you're going to realize how important it is to negotiate it, to own it. And I still don't even want to say when, because when is so selective. There are people out there that, that, that their victories are how they got over on you. When you see them people out there, I'm like, winning, 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 you know, and they, 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 they call themselves winning because they found some suckers to get over. So I don't even want to use win. I don't even want to use win. So find, a, find another word. Um, in fact, take your now and make it where you are. Find the words to articulate where you are right now. Me, I need, I need to negotiate. Because there's, there's a new entity we've got that we're getting ready to own. Um, it's coming up and it's having to do with leading women. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, save the date. Save the date. Leading Women Live. Leading Women Live. September 13th, 2020. Uh, myself, my partner, we are uh, going full on into planning mode. And, and, and the funny thing about it is she's, she's as much a st- strategist as I am. And these are strategies that we have been taking to other companies and trying to get other companies. And other companies have been looking at us like we're crazy because they, they don't know about diving, deep diving into this data the way we do every Tuesday at 4 p.m. And we said, listen, okay, time out for that. Time out. Let's just do it. Let's just do it ourselves rather than promoting all these other tours and conferences and, and things like that. And these people don't understand what's going on here. Let's do it. 12 months, 12 months leading women live September 13th, 2020. And I will see you guys there. Oh, countdown to 2020, September 13th, 2020. Uh, breakfast. We'll have breakfast. We have a podcast, and there's some other things that we have as well. Leading Women Live, write that down. Put it on your calendar right now, September 13th, 2020. Oh, um, guess what's coming up just a couple of months after that? You will have to elect a president. Will that president be a woman? Will that president be a woman who you saw at Leading Women Live? That's it. and that's all I got for y'all. Go go pontificate on that. All right, guys. Got one more thing I need you to do for me, and you know how we get out of here. I need you to go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.